0: Yo, what is up, guys? Ruben Prime. Yes, it's been over a month since you heard my voice. Welcome to the Ruben Prime TV podcast for February 29th. Yes, this is a leap year, 2020. And, uh, Lord. It's, like I said in the outro, it's been over a month and I do apologize I will get into that shortly but I gotta give my shoutouts gotta give my shameless plugs cause you know how it is gotta give a sh- uh, shout out to Ron himself and Agent Neil. two thirds of the round table and I'm trying to get them together to do a round table it's been pretty rough but uh, you know we'll see it's It's been a pretty busy and uh rough twenty twenty so far, but you know once once it gets a little warmer, you know things may change also i wanna shout out the film of boys podcast f m b you know my boy Floyd, we gotta get together definitely got to get together and, you know, collab, you know, with your, you know, with your co-hosts, like, you got to definitely chop it up sometime, (coughs) definitely got to chop it up, uh, in the near future, so, yeah, like, shout outs to you, I've been listening, I've been catching up on your podcasts, like, you know, a lot, I listen to a lot of podcasts, so almost done uh, catching up with you guys but it's like oh lord there's so many so many podcasts out there and you guys should definitely take a listen to them uh, the Former Boys podcast um, they go in on a lot of topics uh, relationship advice uh, celebrities uh, just Uh, these go deep so definitely check it out also I want to shout out to the HSC crew um I'll do the roll call of course Cosmic Kaiser 6 Super Freak Heracles Silly Uni and Ron himself he gets a shout out twice because uh he is wrong himself. There's only one wrong himself. And lastly, I want to give a shout-out. Well, a couple of shout-outs. I want to give a shout-out to uh, my friend, Drew Yari of The Drew Yari Show. I've been on his podcast, uh, not this week, but the previous, the previous week. So, and like, wow, like, time flies. Like, I sincerely thought it was this past Thursday, I was like, wait a minute, no, it was last Thursday, and we went over uh, wrestling tidbits, and some non-wrestling tidbits, so um, definitely check them out, just search on wherever you listen to podcasts, to the Drew Show, and of course, shout outs to uh, Wrestling Soup. And Don Tony Kevin Castle Show, you know, very good bunch of guys. Um, they get into wrestling, they get into a little bit of politics, they get into uh, pop culture, current events, but mostly wrestling. And they have a boatload of content to listen to. So, yeah. I'm still catching up, and you know I support their Patreon. They got some, they got a lot of good uh, Patreon exclusive. uh yeah. cannot talk today. They got tons of Patreon exclusive content. So if you, if you are a wrestling fan, or if you are just a fan of good podcasts in general, check them out. Check out Wrestling Soup. Uh, check out their Patreon. Just search, you know, Wrestling Soup on Patreon. Uh, $5, that's all you need, and you get access to so many shows, uh, contests, you know, giveaways, things of that nature, um, and as well as for DTKC, Don Tony Kevin Castle Show, 5 bucks as well, that's 10 bucks, and you're getting a platform, uh, uh, a board of content, so... That's all the shout-outs. Yes, yeah, so... Now we got that out of the way. Story time. Story time. Story time. So... The reason why I haven't been... I haven't uploaded a podcast in you know roughly a month or so. Is... First of all, work. Work has been getting insanely busy, and been taking up more hours. So I was like, "Hey, like, they just giving hours away. So why not? Because you're not gonna say no unless you have another job or you have other obligations." So I was like, "Yeah, I take them." So then after that, that's that's the one, two, three combo. So that that's that's the combo number one, and combo number two while I was editing one of my early episodes computer just died on me out it was a power supply Uh, pretty pissed off because I was in mid edit so I had to move everything to my other uh, laptop which does the trick but Lot of space uh, limitations and whatnot. I'm constantly just moving files from my computer to my, well, my laptop to my uh, external drives. It's not enough space. So that is, that is punch number two. You know, power supply died on my editing. Uh, PC, where I used, where I used to edit, and, um, just chop up these episodes, so that's out of commission, yeah, podcasting is, uh, it can be a blow up sometimes, Then number three, I got sick, I got, you know, I had the flu for about a week, and, yeah, it sucked, like, i tell you guys, when you, I know a lot of you, you know, get sick, but I rarely get sick. So when I, when I got sick, it was horrible. You know, and I always clean, I always wash my hands. Also, I'm not a, a germaphobe per se, but I try to, you know, wash my hands. And if I cough or sneeze, I sneeze into my, my elbow and whatnot. So I try to, I try to stay, you know, clean and healthy and all that, but just happened to catch the flu and I was out of work for a week and I know you guys do not want to hear me coughing every few minutes and sounded like my, it sounded like someone had my my nose, like, two fingers up my nose, and just trying to pick my brain out, that's, that's how, uh, bad I was feeling, so, yeah, like, that's the one, two, three, hit combo there, so, it's been pretty rough, because, you know, my main editing rig, it's, uh, you know, kaput, and, you know, you need need power, you know, to power it in up, so, it's it's gonna be a good while before I get a new editing rig, Because uh, I figure. Let me. I'm just gonna switch to you know, well for for editing purposes uh, to Mac, and I I could still use this. This PC is still new, and I will get a power supply to replace it, but. I'm just afraid because I'm worried if I get a power supply that then something else is gonna is gonna mess up. So and I'm pretty good with, you know, PCs and, and parts and all that, but just I guess I got the unlucky the unlucky part that malfunctioned. So so yeah, like that's that's basically the, the gist of you know my past like month or so. So I'm just glad to be back. I'm glad to be, uh, you know, recording for you guys again. And it's it's been again rough 2020. And I know, for you know a lot of you guys, it's it's been pretty rough or it's been pretty good. And if it's been pretty good, I'm happy because. We need more positivity, you know, in this piece right now. We we can't dwell too much on the negatives, but the best thing we can do is just keep going, keep pursuing, keep pushing and grinding. Because it's, you know, life doesn't get easier, but it's how you manage, it's how you endure. So, yeah. Let's get on with the show my, you know, rambling. So, a lot of things have been going on since uh, Alaska got on. You know, we got the Sonic movie out. Oh, boy. We have, you know, coronavirus There's the the United States has uh, has its first death from the coronavirus. So that's, uh, pretty scary. Um, also racism due to, you know, the coronavirus fears, businesses being, um, affected. Um, you know, Kobe Bryant passing away. And something that I've been noticing a bit, and that is, uh, the surge of, uh, of, uh, sex workers, and OnlyFans, and it seems like, and it's like, wait a minute, it is, like, if you take, if you just pull to the side, five females, maybe two or three of them have an OnlyFans account, you know, and it's like, wow, like, it's, that's, you know, pretty wild, And on Twitter, you you know, everything seems smaller on social media. And it's like, everyone has an OnlyFans account. And this is oversaturation when it comes to content creating, sex workers, and also just the entitlement that a lot of these uh, sex workers have, you know, when it comes to donations and whatnot and subscriptions. So we're going to get into that. We're definitely going to get into that. Yeah, so first, with the Sonic movie, it came out on Valentine's Day. Fortunately, I couldn't see it. I will see it at some point, but from my friends that have seen it, and a lot of people online that I know that have seen it, they said fairly positive things about it. And this is like the first time an actual, a good adaptation of a video game on the big screen. Because we had a lot of flops. Let's not talk about Super Mario Brothers. And I'm a fan of Super Mario Brothers. You know, I'm a big, well, fairly big Nintendo. Well, more so Mario and and uh, Metroid. You know, I'm... I'm I favor those those games from Nintendo, but overall, I'm a Nintendo fan. And that movie was horrendous. It was more like a guilty pleasure to watch because I knew growing up, yeah, this is not like it just had elements of you know the Mushroom Kingdom and and uh, enemies and items and things like that. But it, it just... It did not resemble a Super Mario movie. A, a Super Mario... You know, movie based on Super Mario. It was just... It was just a, a poor recreation. And again, that's just Hollywood. Just, oh... It's just... People will watch it because it just it has Super Mario Brothers on the title. You know, people will watch this movie because it's, it's based on... The video game, say no more, Resident Evil. You know the, the Resident Evil movies, the live action ones, are crap. They're pure gray crap, and and I can get into that probably sooner than later. But I'm just gonna say this: it just had characters from from Resident Evil, but nothing made sense, little to no continuity, and it's just, let's just, people were watching, and yeah, when I was younger, I watched it, because why not, it was, again, something to watch, and I was like, oh, let me give it a chance, and the director uh Paul J. S. Anderson. If I if I got that wrong, I apologize. But he basically has his own universe named after him. You know, the Resident Evil Anderson universe. It's like and then he gets his wife uh to play, you know to play Alice. And I'm a fan of Mia uh Djokovic. I'm a fan of hers. Like she's Pretty, and you know she has that you know that looks her and whatnot. But we all know if you're a real Resident Evil head, you know that no such thing. There's no character in the Resident Evil franchise, um, that's named or based on Alice. So it's just, it's just. I'm glad to see that they actually uh, first of all when the initial when the initial movie trailer came out and it was horrendous uh Paramount said okay we 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 messed up we done goofed and we hear you and we're going to we're going to change we're going to go back to the drawing board because you know we care about the fans and that's a, a rare concept in Hollywood because you don't hear that you don't see that anymore so it's like yeah we're we're just going to you know pull out this movie and you're gonna like it, and if you don't like it, then you're a piece of shit uh misogynist you you hate feminism, blah blah blah, this that, you know, whatever, so it was nice to see that they went back and they redid Sonic and I'm happy when we got the new trailer I was like this is pretty dope like they listened and and that's why people went and support uh, Sonic the Hedgehog that's why people went to see the movie that's why they, they gave their hard on the money to, to see this film because they listened and since they, they listened they went back to the drawing board and they redid Sonic so it looked more based on the video game because that abomination that Gremlin of the, the first the first Sonic design. No. Hell no. He had teeth and it was like, no. So they went back and they made Sonic more, you know, true more, you know, based on more true to his, you know, his form, his design from the Sonic games, and I'm like, I'm glad that they listened, I'm glad that they went back and and they they did that, and it's so unfortunate that, again, in Hollywood, listening to your fans and, and accepting constructive criticism is a lost start, because you can't say your opinion without people getting upset and calling you a misogynist, calling you a racist, calling you a homophobe. You know, oh, you're part of the patriarchy, blah, blah, blah. Like, it, it's it's sad. It really is sad because it just shows people are, number one, they're idiots. Number two, it's like they're parrots. It's all they are. They're parrots. They're just parroting what other people are saying. Let you know that they have no no thought, they have no free thought it's like, maybe I don't know people don't like this this other movie because it's just one big lecture it's, it's basically telling, telling men that they're pieces of shit and also, and I'm just gonna say the name of the movie uh, Birds of Prey like people are not going to want to watch a movie that tells them, men, don't go see my film. You know, this is all girl power, blah, blah, Just like with Charlie's Angels. And and these movies have a similar thread. They have something in common that they're alienating people. The last thing you want to do is alienate a segment of your audience. That's the last thing you want to do, and they did it because they want to be pre chief, you know, preach on the feminism rah rah, but in a way where it doesn't even empower women. It just makes women seem like pieces of shit, and to to see that, and then after the fact when when these movies aren't doing so good. They go and and play the blame game, they and the fans. Who the fans are worse than these producers and 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 directors. They're worse because they actually go out and spread lies and fake news about Sonic being, you know, homophobic. You know, having saying homophobic slurs. There was a bunch of tweets saying, "Oh, like." I watched Sonic the Hedgehog. I watched the Sonic movie and it's it had it had in it homophobic slur, so I went I, I took my sons. It's all the same the same tweet. That's how you know it's it's fake and it's full of shit. Oh, I went next door, I took my sons next door to see Birds of Prey and they enjoyed it. It's like alright. That's um pretty suspect, because there was so many of those same tweets from different accounts and turned out to be bodied accounts. And and for what? This is a, a kid's movie, number one. This is a kid's movie. And you're you're putting out this, this misinformation because your movie sucked. You know, people talk with their dollars. The movie sucked. If you enjoy Birds of Prey, that's cool. That's fine, but I'm sorry to say the movie sucked. More people went to see Sonic than Birds of Prey. That's just how it is. Paramount, they listened, especially with a lot of the, the failures that they had. You know, the most recent one being Terminator: Dark Fate. So they said, "Huh, we we gotta, we can't like have another failure in our hands." So they went. They listened. They went back and. And they did what they had to do to get people to watch their film. And hey, that's that's fine with me. You know, the studio made a lot of money from that movie, and since the redesign cost a couple of mil, then they made the money back in strides. The movie did well, and I gotta I gotta see it. But you know, you know to. Uh, Close this off and move on to the next topic. It's just crazy the amount of just uh muscling when it comes uh to a lot of movies that don't follow the the basically don't follow the the norm. Oh, we gotta it has to be preachy, it has to be Anti-male, has to be feminist, it has to it has to have people of color just because just to, just to be woke and progressive. You know, it's it's just, it's just wild that if you don't follow the norm, if movies don't follow the norm, then it's bad. But if it if it does, oh I'ma go, I'm gonna go see blah blah. Doesn't go see it. But they will trash other films that are doing better. And I'm just like, hmm. This is a lot of these uh, woke people. They're so woke that... They get so tired... That they forget to go and see the movie. Or they try to find it online illegally. You know how it is. But it's just... It's wild. That these people... And a lot of times they don't speak for for the majority. They will go... And complain... And they'll try to disrupt, They try to ruin reputations, and they don't care. And then they—they they don't care. Like they're not gonna go watch the movie. They're not gonna go and support these things, you know. Uh, support uh, you know these types of uh, content, you know, movies, uh, TV shows, um, gaming. They're not gonna go support that, but they complain because it's—it's it's easy to complain. Like, you, you can nitpick everything. You can just go online and tweet about something, and you complain and people see it. But that doesn't mean that they're actually gonna, you know, go and watch or go and support, you know, film or, or video game or TV show, A, B, or C, you know? They're not, they just want to disrupt and destroy. So, if you guys haven't seen the Sonic movie, Go and go on and watch it, you know. If you're a fan of, you know, if you guys are a fan of, you know, *Sound the Hedgehog*, and also there's another movie that apparently are freaking out the the Twitter Puritans and and you know the feminists and whatnot, *The Invisible Man*. And I'm pretty interested in that because of course when you hear the the, tw- the Twitter Puritans and the the social justice warriors and the SJWs and any other group imaginable when they complain about something that's when you know a film is is good and you should go watch it so that's how I gauge um my my direction to watch films so moving on to that, let's talk about something else, yeah, so the coronavirus. And apparently there's a a new coronavirus. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, viruses do mutate, you know, over time as, as they do. Uh, but, yeah, it's like I just want to talk about this because I had, you know, I brought it up in the previous podcasts, but, you know, due to. You know, uh, technical and equipment issues. Couldn't get those out. So I just figured I'll just talk about them here and, you know, condense in a condensed uh, format. But basically, with this, there's a a lot of fear, a lot of hysteria. Some of it is is warranted and, and granted. I I do agree that we got to be prepared and be ready but that doesn't mean that you got to be living in fear and with fear comes ignorance and ignorance uh comes racism and it's just crazy to me how you just see all this you, you know you see see all this racism like oh And even stupidity, I think stupidity is is a much dullier virus uh, for obvious reasons. And you can definitely see that Uh, Corona, you know, the the Corona beer has sales gone down by, I believe, 30 percent. And I'm just like, are people that stupid? As like, Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, yes, yes, Ruben. They're that stupid. They're that stupid. You, sometimes I, I try to give the benefit of doubt to people. They're like, oh, you know, we, we have our moments, where we can't be that stupid. No, no, we I uh, feel like an idiot. It, it happens all the time. We try to give people benefit of doubt and absolutely not the complete opposite. They approve you wrong and even make you feeling dumber than what they're doing. And I'm just like, I made that, you know, I made that joke when I, when I came into work uh, a few weeks ago when I was sick and I was like, oh, like, hey, you know, I'm I'm here, but, you know, 100% I'm sick. And my boss, you know, he asks, oh, you don't got that other virus. He's like, no, I don't drink Corona beers. And he did the sound effects with the, the drums. And it was kind of funny, but I didn't fucking know. And I should have known because, you know, again, all this hysteria and fear and not just. Beer, not just beer, but also to the point where this business is down severely by 70 percent in a lot of Asian owned uh, businesses here in in New York, especially. Like it's it's pretty bad. Um, uh, Ironically, yesterday and first time in a long while, I ordered Chinese takeout. The two orders because I'm a, I'm fat at you know at heart. So as they say, I was hungry. And it just you know just felt weird. I was like, Yeah, if I if I catch it oh well but you know in all serious thought like you're not gonna catch it by going and, you know, buying stuff from from, you know, Chinese restaurants or going to you know authentic Chinese restaurants, things like that, or anything. You're not going to get sick like that. Like, it's just the stupidity and ignorance and racism. Oh, they're being the same thing. It's really dumb. It truly is. And I heard on another podcast that someone, you know, who's Asian brought up the fact that, yeah, we... We Asians here feel like, you know, the Middle Eastern people felt after 9-11. It's like, yeah, like, I I totally agree. When I heard, I was like, yeah. I I really do agree. And it sucks. It truly does suck that, you know, this is happening. But I don't blame the everyday Asian person if they, you know, if they're american born or if they immigrated here and whatnot to you know find a better life you know but i do blame the people that flew out you know flew uh back to you know the united states and to europe and other places from china those are the people i blame and more importantly i blame uh the chinese government for not containing this and letting people fly and also the u s and other governments for not you know doing a better job with quarantine those are the people who are who are to blame because at the end of the day if there's a fear if there's a chance for a pandemic what you do is you you lock it down until you can find those people who are infected and Get them quarantined, so that way no one else can get sick but of course, with these things, there's a lot of hysteria and confusion and undersight you know or oversight I should say, and you know I've seen you know I've been you know keeping tabs on this, and it's like it's there's a lot of misinformation out here, especially we Americans are very misinformed a lot of stuff because. We, and I seen this, I will experiment. I will share something on social media to see if people will, you know, go along with it. And a lot of times they, they will. And there's a few people say, oh, no, that that's that's not true. This is fake. Or this happened months ago, years ago. This, that, and the other. And I was like, oh, they get it. They, they caught it. And there's some stuff that even I get, you know, you know, side so swipe by. I'm like, oh, like this happened. And then people tell me, or when I'll go back and do you know, do research. I'm like, oh, okay, this doesn't, this didn't happen like that. But we as Americans, we don't, we don't go and do research. We don't go look into things. We just look at them, and that's why we have this issue, especially in the Western world, with a lot of misinformation because we. And instead of looking into things, take, taking a little bit of time, just a little itty-bitty bit of time. No, that's too easy. We will we will just take soundbite news, soundbite politics. We want everything uh, fast and easy. We don't want to work for, for things. We don't want to actually seek knowledge. We don't want to be right. We just want to be first. And that's what happens. That's why uh, this world is full of misinformation. Because we just want to be first. Just like, uh, shout outs to Don Tony uh, from the Don Tony Kevin Castle show. And he's always saying this for, for so many years. He always wanted to be right with his information. He doesn't want to be first because it's easy. Oh, get the the clickbait. You see on YouTube. You see you go on YouTube and there's clickbait, thumbnails, and titles, and when you go in, like, people run with that instead of actually looking in. And it's a job for the content creator, podcaster, whoever, you know, journalists, to make sure that they get the facts right. To have some sort of discernment to get the right information and hey it happens sometimes we get bad information or we we don't get everything it happens you know again we can't we can't get things right all the time but it's important to get things right you know most of the time because there's going to be times where you get you get a bad source or you may guess you may say something wrong it happens but just as long as you, you catch on to it and you correct yourself, and you, you know, retract, then everything will be fine. You get your your facts straight, and yeah. But there's just a lot of misinformation, especially with social media, because social media spread things like wildfire. And that's why, especially with the coronavirus, there's so much misinformation. And to, And the flu is still... I feel like the flu is still worse. When I was sick a few weeks ago, like I felt like legit. I felt like I was dying. I was like, "Fuck!" Like I went to work. Worst, worst mistake I did of uh, 2020. Going into work sick with the flu, and I was feeling better. I was like, oh, "Okay, let me just uh, bundle up." Of course, I sneeze. I sneeze into my into my sleeve, onto my shoulder. Um, I got a big container of orange juice uh, on my way to work and, you know, water and I got medicine and I was feeling fine. I was feeling okay. And then when I went to work, when I was at work just a few hours in, I felt like shit, out another fever. I think I broke around three fevers, you know, I broke around two or three fevers and on my way back home, I actually almost for like throwing up and I was at that point where I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm this close from just getting off the bus and just throwing up and just, you know, say, fuck, I'm just going to wait for another one because it's late at night and I don't want any disruptions because, you know, a lot of people that I get on the bus with around that time. They, you know, they live around my, my neighborhood. We somehow we always get, you know, we always get back to Queens, you know, New York to wait for the bus around the same time. So I didn't want to disrupt their trip because it was late. The weather, you know, was cold as well. It was really cold. So I didn't want to wait. I I didn't want them to wait and I didn't want to throw up on the bus. You know, I seen people throw up on the train. It was fucking disgusting. Uh, be sick on the train, on the bus, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to be one of those people. So I just, I, at that point, I felt, but I kept it together. And I couldn't breathe through my through my nose. I was having sinus headaches like crazy. So mm-hmm. the flu, in my opinion, my experience. It's it's worse. People can die from the flu. You know, and yeah, people have died from the coronavirus. Uh, I believe 22,000 or so died from the coronavirus. And we had our first death in the United States, in Washington State. And it makes sense because there is there's a lot of... Uh, that, that whole West Coast area, that the whole Western area of the United States, you know, it makes a lot of sense. But all I say is that prepare, make sure you get food, water, uh, medical supplies, things like that. You never know. It's better to be safe than sorry. As that old adage uh, says, it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. And Hey, if this blows over, then at least you have supplies, you have food, water, medical supplies, things like that. And you can use that. You can keep that, or you can, you know, eat the food or whatever, but it's, you have it, you have it just in case. And it's not, Oh, just prepers. So, you know, the whole, uh, uh, Prepper, you know that they're the whole. They're the part of the the conspiracy. There's all these 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 doomsday preppers. Blah blah blah. Like you know they they get the same uh, slack as the as the conspiracy theorists do. So like no 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 no. Like relax yourself. Like it's okay to be prepared. There's nothing wrong with getting supplies and and, and store food and seeds and all that. Nothing wrong with that. What becomes an issue is when you go overboard to the extreme and you basically leave society, you get crazy, dig a ditch somewhere, and you just go mad because you're afraid that the world is ending any day. Like, we can die crossing the street, being on the bus, train. It's a lot of things that could happen. And you don't know, but the best thing to do is just be vigilant, be prepared, just be safe. That's all you can do. We try to sometimes, we're so afraid. If we prepare, that means we're living in fear. And, and that's the mentality that people have. And no, that's absolutely false. If you are prepared, you are empowered, you are living empowered. You're not living in fear. Because... People feel like if I prepare and all like that, that means like it's, it's real. I gotta, I gotta deal with, with the realism. This is like, don't be afraid. The best thing you do is be prepared. So that way, if, uh, when things do go down, when shit hits, when shit does hit the fan, you'll be ready and you'll be prepared while other people are, are not because they were, they were too afraid They were too, uh, you know, I don't, don't want to, you know, it's like, it's better to be empowered than in, in fear. And uh, speaking of fear, fear is something very powerful, and it breeds ignorance, it breeds stupidity, breeds racism. And especially with what's going on with you know the Asian Americans here and Asian immigrants here, you see that. That's why business business is is low. That's why, you know, you see Asian people wearing masks on, you know, on the streets or in mass transit. They, you know, people are like, oh, like, get away away from me. Like, I don't want to catch the, you know, the the coronavirus. It's like, you know, I get it. But being a piece of shit won't help, you know, won't help the situation the best thing we can do is have good hygiene and just be vigilant. And if you're sick, cover your fucking mouth. Please. There are people I see that, you know, they they, they sneeze, they cough, and they don't cover their fucking mouths. But then they want to tell you how to live. They want to tell you, oh, you need to do this or you need to stop doing that. And it's like, you and there's some people I know, uh, they don't cover their mouths. They don't wash their hands after using the bathroom or before they, they use the bathroom or before, you know, when they come back from break. They don't wash their fucking hands. But, you know, they want to tell you how to live and all You you got shitty hygiene. I know who you are. And I see your hygiene habits, so fuck off. Anyways, that's rant over. You know, fear is something very powerful and it's the reason why we just have to we, we cannot live in fear. Like it's it's one thing to be afraid, but it's another thing to live in fear. Um I ain't telling you guys all just don't be afraid, don't be scared. Like it's impossible. The best thing to do is just be vigilant be careful just have all your all your ducks in a row as they say so that way when things go down you'll be prepared and there's just so much like again so much misinformation and people don't understand like uh, bio warfare is a thing like yeah people think oh it's just in a video game or a movie plot but there's things have happened in, in real life where bio warfare is used to to destabilize countries and nations, uh people don't people don't see it as all just if it's it sounds like a like a resident evil plot or sounds like a movie plot, it, it can't happen in real life. Like you gotta open up your mind a little bit. Because wars are not just fought, you know, with guns and bombs. There's also bio warfare there's trade disruptions. You poison. You know. You pollute the water supply. You burn crops so that way, you know, they can't produce. Uh, you know, different type of grain and and fruits and things like that. There's a lot of ways to disrupt to disrupt uh, nations and disrupt economies, whole economies. And this is why again, you gotta be vigilant. There's just so much there's so much shit going on that people people are just not you know uh privy to because you know we have bills to pay we have nine to fives to do, we got you know troubles in our lives, but the best thing you can do is just stay vigilant you know keep keep an eye on things. You know, still live your life, do what you have to do, but just keep keep the vigilance open. Keep it on and you know that way when things hit the fan, you know you know what to you know what to see. You know where to look. Yeah, you know, before things hit the fan. So there's that. I wanna quickly talk about the passing of Kobe. Um I did a, I did a, a podcast when I, I talked about his passing. And, you know, it, I know for a lot of people, it still hurts. Like, I, it's just something that caught me off guard. I was at work on a Sunday. And my, my boss, you know, one of my, my bosses said, hey, you know, Kobe Bryant just sounds like, wait, what? You know, are you serious, and like, a few minutes later, I got a notification from, uh, uh Citizen App, and Water Channel, and Twitter was, was blowing up, and at the first, we didn't get all the details, because it just happened, and ironically enough, TMZ got the scoop first before even Kobe Bryant's wife found out, which was kind of, it's kind of strange to me, but, you know, with all these things, and, you know, TMZ, fuck TMZ, by the way. Uh, you know, a lot of these circumstances that, to me, is like, yeah, like it, it's. When it comes to celebrity deaths, um, I'm pretty much convinced that there's some some sort of foul play, but we gotta wait. Because, you know, it's easy to say, oh, I'll just. Uh, he he's an Illuminati and all that stuff anyone can say that and I'm again the people who know me closely I've talked about you know uh, uh, secret societies and Illuminati and all that I've talked about that before to especially those who know who, who know me well but it's you just have to you just have to grieve. When things come out, when things come out on the surface, you'll know. But they're just people who, who will just jump to it because it sounds, you know, it it, it you, it sounds cute. It sounds cool, and sometimes we even the, the simplest explanations we cannot uh, fathom. So we try to embellish things, or we try to uh you know, put pieces together that that don't go together and and there's this stigma with conspiracy theorists or people who look into things that wanna find out you know the actual truth because they don't believe the narrative that the mainstream media has given us there's this this stigma- this is uh stigmatism at all like they're nut jobs, they're lunatics, they're crazy, they're dangerous. And no, like, not necessarily. We just ask questions, we just look into things. And looking into things and asking questions and, and questioning uh, the official story does not make you a lunatic, it doesn't make you crazy. What does make you crazy is the fact that you just believe what the media tells you all the time, and not ask questions. We just accept things, and not with just this. It's with a lot of things, even with, you know, the the coronavirus. You know, we gotta ask questions because a lot of times, or all the time, you gotta understand that these people in, in high positions of, of government, people in power, these corporations, they don't care. I don't fucking care. So, it's not their job to tell you the truth. It's our job's to be able to discern what's right from wrong. But we we are just so we're so used to being fed information because it's it's, you know, a lot of work. So, you know, that's what I just wanted to say regarding the whole, you know, uh predict the programming, conspiracy theories and things like that. But at the end of the day, a man and his daughter died, a whole family, a good chunk of a family died. And it's it's sad. it's still like to this day, like it's it's about a month later and it's still like it was like, damn, like that's insane. It's insane to me. Like how this life is it's just proof that life is short and you know for those who are not fans of Kobe Bryant and you know oh celebrating a man who, who who did this and that well he was found not guilty you know if you like him or not a man died daughter died never got to live her life a bunch of other kids were on the flight too with, with their families and they, they died in the crash too whole family gone a, a good a good chunk of that bloodline is gone just think about that like that's what i think about at the end of the day Pe- people are gone there's not much i can do about it or you listening can do about it but it's just to have that understanding because we we get caught up in and just hate and negativity it, even injecting race into it there's people that were injecting uh race and i was like come on now like the the guy's not even the guy's not even uh buried and they already his course is fucking twitter it's not even buried and yeah immediately going to race um Oh he's a he's a rapist, he's this and that It's like come on now, like now it's not the time for that, you know, and as the Fillmore boys crew brought up, that like, you cannot teach people a lesson when they're grieving. you know, wait a while. that's why I'm just waiting a while to see what comes out because. You know, it's too early to tell. The only thing is that the only thing that, that matters is the fact that people died. You know, someone's role model, someone that people look up to, someone that they admired is gone. Daughter is gone. Good chunk of family is gone. Pilot gone. There's a lot of a lot of loss right there. So all we can do is just mourn, celebrate his life, celebrate. Her life, and you know keep moving, so again, I don't know how many times I said this, but you know to all those who were who were lost in that you know that tragedy, rest in peace, you know it it sucks like I wasn't a a fan, a huge fan of Cory Bryant, but all those accomplishments I respected, like regardless of all he's you know, he got the, the blood oath, he's in the secret societies, he's he's one of those like regardless and I can get into that, but it ain't the time now. But it it does suck at the end of the day. You know, a lot of people die. That that's I keep focusing on that because people like to dwell on the negatives and people Trying, now that he's gone people are just coming at, oh he's this and that the guy can't even defend himself and this is why you gotta be careful while while when people are alive people don't give a shit but soon, soon as they die oh, he, oh like he, he was the greatest blah blah, blah this and that and then in the other camp you have people muddying his name you know talking shit about him it's like oh yeah, because he he he's gone, so he can defend himself like it's really it's really tough when people do that it's it's crazy people are really they really show their true colors instead the person's gone, and they go out and talk shit about the person they'll try to money the name it's it's crazy, so I you know again, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, his daughter. All those people that were that were lost as well on on the plane crash, and those who were fans, supporters of Kobe and his daughter, you know. Sorry, I truly sorry for your loss. So, I want to talk about OnlyFans for a second. We have a lot. I've been seeing a lot of OnlyFans accounts, and it's wild that you go on on Instagram, you go on uh, on uh, YouTube, or not YouTube. You go to Instagram, you go to other forms of social media, Twitter especially, and you see a lot of OnlyFans accounts. Like, yeah, like I've been seeing just tons of of uh, girls online with OnlyFans accountants like hmm, this is like this is the new hustle that there's always gonna be a new hustle, there's always gonna be someone you know, something uh, that comes up and I remember years ago when OnlyFans was a thing and there was only, you know, a handful It wasn't that well-known, but then when uh, people, you know, when females found out, hey, like, this is a great source of, you know, uh, passive income, and now especially with the age where there's uh, uh, premium Snapchats and uh, females selling photos and videos online for a certain amount of money, all these subscription-based things, and just, like, this is the new hustle, And I'm all for people making money. I'm all for uh, financial freedom. But at the same time, there's always going to be people that will abuse it. And people that will just go and go through the motions and expect to get the big bucks. They will go and, and, you know, put BS content that will put out the the bullshit content and expect top dollar for it. And it's like, no, especially all these accounts out here, this, you know, thousands, I imagine. There are thousands, I imagine, tens, tens of thousands of OnlyFans accounts and uh, these uh, premium Snapchats and uh, Patreon pages and things like that. Like there's so much uh competition out there. Well not competition but some but more so the the oversaturation of of uh accounts only fans and things like that. It's important to stand out because if you are able to to stand out, especially with so many of these accounts, so many people, you'll be able to you'll be able to get the big bucks, and it's so hard for for a lot of these content creators to understand. And then if you say this, you're you know they think oh you're you're criticizing you don't uh you don't support sex workers you're broke, you're this and that, you're a bum, it's like, listen, you're, you are not entitled to my money, you're not entitled to anyone's money, if people want to subscribe or donate to you, that's their choice, I don't have to give you shit, you know, even, even if I didn't, if I had money, which you know, I'm alright, <laughs> I'm, I'm well off, but For people that don't. They they may not have money. And. That doesn't mean at all. Got these. Got these broke motherfuckers out of here. Like, You don't know the situation. And there's. Too many. There's too many people out here. That have this entitlement. That they think they deserve the world. Because oh I'm. I'm a female. I I have a vajayjay. I have. You know, nice set of tits, I have a nice, a nice ass. I'm pretty. Like, give me money, no. And yeah, in this world, if you're pretty, you do less work. That's just the fact of life. That is the fact of life. Like, um, this just, this is the truth. If you look good, if you're a guy or a girl, you look good. You know, you look handsome. You look pretty. You get more opportunities given to you. That's just a fact. But work. There's some level of work that has to be put into this, regardless of how you feel. You gotta, there's all levels, you gotta work. You don't sit there, and yeah, there's cases where someone just make an OnlyFans account, they put some, or Snapchat, Patreon, and they'll put money, they'll just, people will come in, oh, I'll just pay whatever. And, hey, there's some people that are curious, hey, you know, Kind of curious, yeah. You know, kind of, kind of wonder how, how she looks like. Check it out. But that's it. It's just some people will just mindlessly give away money for, for absolutely no reason, and that's why. It, they women see that and they just assume Oh well, I just put out bullshit content. I keep putting out bullshit content, and people will come regardless. You know. Pun intended. No pun intended, but pun intended. Um, this is why like, I'm all for financial freedom and go out there and make your money any way you can. Because I agree, these 9-to-5 jobs, they can suck. And hey, people who work 9-to-5s, nothing wrong with that. that. That's your choice. Not everyone is, is built for that. But if you are going to go on other ventures it's important that you do your all, you, you put your, your all into it instead of just half-assing. And I think this is the problem, especially with with this movement, the whole millennial movement, all the sex workers. I'm all for whoever, you're, if you're an artist, content creator, sex worker, I'm all for people making money. I'm all for people having financial freedom. But it's just this work less, if I work less, I should get more. I should get paid more. This entitlement is what's killing. Is is this killing it for me? And I've I seen it. it's like, is this? It's crazy. Someone has to work. You know, my, that someone works for forty hours, and the minimum wage here in New York City is uh, fifteen. Is fifteen an hour? And you see. You know, you see a lot of these accounts, these OnlyFans accounts, and you see how much they get a month, and it's like, Jesus Christ. So I'm over here, you know, going to work, during 9-5, to slaving like a dumbass, and then you see how much bank, you know, these girls are making. And again, not hating, it's just stating facts. So I just love it. When I hear women complaining, not all, but, you know, they know who they are. If you put out good content, your numbers will show. So. They're good. The ones that put out good content, consistent content, those are the ones I will support. Those are the ones and they interact with their fans positively. And of course, there's going to be assholes There's going to be. People out there that just you know full of it, you know, there's always gonna be the the weirdos and the creeps and and the ones that have entitlement. Like, oh, I, I paid, I paid a certain amount of money a month, so you gotta do this for me. Like, they don't. Again, we gotta be fair and balanced, because again, we men are losing, because we just want to take anything. We want we want just to fuck any anything. And just put up with anything, and again, that's why we're losing. And self entitlement, you know, this, this entitled culture is on both sides, so that's why. Like I just see this, and like we're fucking up, they're fucking up. Too much entitlement going on, not enough creativity, uh, a lot of uh, you know complacency, and that's why you have what you have now. So I don't know, just. Is it something I've been thinking about? And have I supported, you know, a few on OnlyFans? Yeah. But if I don't like what I see, I just cut the subscription. That's it. You know, that's pretty much what you got to do. Talk with your money. If it's a Twitch subscription, uh, OnlyFans. If it's uh, the YouTube uh, member uh, bit that they have on, on YouTube. If you're not happy, just... Just, it's like winning your money. That's it. You gotta talk with your dollars. You know, it's easy just to complain and bitch your mom, but if you're still donating, you're still pledging to people with, with shitty content, that's on you. Because they're gonna keep, oh, he's keeping giving me money. They keep giving me money. So I'm just gonna keep doing it. I'm just gonna keep doing what I'm doing because people are still giving me money. Rather than, oh, like, my sus- my. Uh, members are going to low, my subscription. are going to low, I need to change it up, and there's going to be people who be like, oh, broke motherfuckers, blah, blah, you know, it, it's, you can never win, just the best thing to do, talk with your, with your wallet, speak with your dollars, know your worth of, of your money, know your worth of your hard-earned money that you, you know, want to work for, Cause there's just people out here that don't know uh, the value of hard work. They never grind nine to five. A lot of these, uh, a lot of these people, and some do, but even even them, they don't understand. Cause they get by in life with just uh, doing the bare minimum. So they think that the world owes them everything, you know. But yeah, and again. To reiterate, to emphasize, I'm all for. I'm all for content uh, creation. I'm all for people making money, uh, making side income, any way they can, making you know even making a living. I'm all for that. But when it comes to, uh, you know, content, it's just the the laziness, just the the, the complacency. From both sides the the men are just you know, the the consumers, men, women, whoever, they're just eh, just whatever this is mediocre content i'll I'll deal with it, and you know the the content creators they're putting out you know not all, but a lot of them are putting out this mediocre content mediocre eh? cannot talk mediocre content. Thinking that they can get more by doing less. You know, and I've seen seen this and it's like, ugh. People are paying for this? Paying for this, okay. Hey, do what you do. Do what you want. Do your money. But you got to know what your dollars are worth. And there's a lot of people that don't. And that's why the old adage says, you separate a money from a fool, you know the rest. So yeah, that's that's to reiterate, you know, I had to because people are gonna be triggered, and I don't care. This is how I feel. If I'm if I'm wrong, let me know. I'm willing to the talk. I'm willing to have a little discussion. You know, we're, we're all. I, I, I believe we're all, we, we're humans. We should be able to uh, coexist and have different views. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that that's, that's only a, a pipe dream. But let's bring this home. Thank you. Thank you for reaching all the way to the end of this uh, podcast. Um, just glad to be back and glad to be feeling better. These last uh, couple of weeks has been, you know, the cacas. So I'm just glad to be doing this again. So I want to, again, reiterate at website, roomprimetv.com. Go there. You know, everything relating to my podcast. Uh, Wrestling, I will be talking about wrestling Uh, soon, just gotta find a a format, because there's so many wrestling shows, Uh, so many, and it's a good time, kinda, sorta, to be a wrestling fan, Uh, but we'll we'll get in, you know, we'll figure it out as we go, because it's like, I really wanna talk wrestling, I have a lot to say, but just with how wrestling has been, I've been burnt out, I'm slowly getting back into wrestling, Uh, Watching on a consistent basis, you know, when I'm not working. So we'll see. Uh, And you can find my podcast, the Room Prime TV podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. So it could be iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music or Google Play Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio. And many more, many more places. So those and many more are the, you know, the areas you can, the apps you can listen to my podcast. And, yeah, just my social media, because I'm talking about Twitter and Instagram all this time. I'm on Twitter at Ruben Prime TV. I'm on Instagram at Ruben Prime TV. Find me there, interact with me, I'm on Twitter, in the cesspool, with my, with my clean suit, you know, I have uh, thick skin, unlike a lot of people on Twitter, so we can have a blast, we can share laughs, we can, you know, LOL together, it's all good, just, you know, wear your clean suit when you're on Twitter, because it's uh, very toxic, so that being said, finally... I'm just glad to be back to doing this. Thank you guys for listening all the way through. And I will bid you adieu and a farewell. And see you next week. Same time, same bat channel. Lord willing.